0: Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. So you can catch us right here on the weekends. If you have friends, relatives, or anyone outside of the listening area, you can tell them we are on my website. You can go to TerryTalksNutrition.com. There you can listen to the show live anywhere around the world, as long as you have a computer. And you change your times as to where you are and to where we are in the Central Standard Time in the USA. That might be inconvenient for many people. So you can always go to my website, go to the radio show section, And you can bring up a radio show anytime, anywhere, and listen. Take it with you. And listen wherever you are. On your bike, walking, wherever you might be. We want you to have the best information as to how you can have the best health. Now, maybe you don't have the best health now. Because you don't realize or did not realize that by making better choices, it influences your health and you will have better health. Every morsel of food you swallow is a chemical factory made up of natural chemicals, vitamins and minerals, polyphenols, all kinds of nature's goodness that has an influence on your body metabolism, and the pathways in your body that you can have better health in time, not overnight. I don't know when you're starting to change your lifestyle choices. You might be in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 40s. I don't know. And it depends on how much damage you've done by the time you wake up and realize We are responsible for our health, no one else. The doctor is not responsible for our health. The drug companies don't care about our health because the way, you know, actually, when you look at it, to the drug companies, we're an ATM machine. They just keep getting money out of us. And they can only do that if we're sick, if we have diseases. But I want you to change that. I want you to change your lifestyle. Change the diet that you're eating today. And have a better degree of health. You can do it. There's no reason why you can't do it. Now, you're not going to get back to 100%. Some of you will. But sometimes we have gone too far. Maybe we have worn out our knees our shoulders, our joints, and we have bone on bone. Boy, it's tough to repair that. And if you've lost an organ or a gland, can't play replace that. But we can get healthier. No matter what stage of health you're in now or what age you are now, whatever, whatever the circumstances are, you can get better. Absolutely. I am convinced. It happened in my life. I know it can happen in your life too. So today we're going to talk about a variety of topics. We're going to talk about how to reduce your blood sugar level. How to maintain a healthy blood sugar level. How to maintain a healthy A1C level. Then we're going to talk about curcumin and its effects on arthritis and the nutrient of the day dim d i m what about the effects of junk food on the quality of your sleep does it change it and what do you do about restless legs i hear that all the time what do i do about I can't sleep at night. My legs are just always jumping. I have restless leg syndrome. And then for fun, I'm going to give you a quiz today. A food quiz. And we'll talk about aspirin. Why? So many people are taking daily aspirin. It's not all what you think it is. Maybe you should not be taking it. Then we're going to talk about what are obesogens? What are they? And how can you avoid them? Obesogens make you obese. Also, the food you're eating and the, and the type of food that you're eating is making you fat and to the point of obese obesity. So let's start talking about our featured topic today, which is going to be how to control blood sugar levels, how to maintain a healthy blood sugar level, and what the financial cost of diabetes is in the U.S. Diabetes. And you know there is no such thing as type 2 Diabetes. We create diabetes. The individual, when you are classified, and there are two ways to classify you. The doctor gives you a blood test and sees you have a very high blood sugar level. Well, that may have come just after eating a high-sugar meal. And obviously, if you're eating a lot of sugar, where is it going to go? It goes in the bloodstream. So when the doctor tests your blood and you have a very high level of blood sugar levels, the doctor says you're diabetic. You're not diabetic. Diabetes is optional. You don't have to have it. It's not a disease that you can't avoid and you can't cure. You can cure type 2 diabetes. Absolutely. You don't need drugs. Now, I'm not telling you to go off your drug that you're on now. That's between you and your doctor. But I'm telling you, there's no need for a diabetic drug. But the drug companies will tell you, you do need a drug. Money, 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 money. Just follow the money, and you'll find all the diseases today. And they love diabetes. They love what they consider to be high cholesterol. So they can prescribe a statin drug. Diabetes is the most expensive chronic health condition in the United States, $327 billion annually for the cost of care, one out of every four U.S. health dollars is spent on caring for people with diabetes, bankrupt the medical system. More than half of the lifetime medical costs of a person with diabetes are spent on complications relating to diabetes, including stroke, heart disease, heart attacks. You might say sugar is the cause of all the complications because people that are classified as diabetics Type 2, type 1, yes, absolutely, is a condition of diabetes. That individual has had maybe an auto autoimmune disease and has caused diabetes. That individual does not produce insulin in the pancreas. So they are dependent on a synthetic form of insulin. But today... Type 2 is just another version of diabetes that is seen so prevalently today because of our diet. We are consuming uh, large quantities of sugars, Mm -hmm. sweets, carbohydrates, that all convert to sugar and sugar. And the sugar causes all these complications like diabetes type 2, like diabetes type 3, which some experts classify Alzheimer's disease as class 3. Sugar, sugar, sugar is one of the causative factors for many, many of our diseases. And we can stop eating sugar today. And we can start losing weight today. Get on the ketogenic diet. It's a little difficult to start, but it's worth it. It's worth everything you do to make sure that you can include the ketogenic diet. It'll save your life. Many people that I have suggested to follow the ketogenic diet are off all their drugs all their arthritis has improved 80 to 90 percent all the other diseases have improved dramatically you'll be younger in every way you'll be stronger more muscle tone you'll feel better and you know we lose muscle every decade everybody does everybody gets weaker as they get older because they're losing a higher rate of muscles than necessary. So sugar is causing all these complications. The health cost of diabetes. In 1890, about three out of the 100,000 people had diabetes. Today, about 1 in 10 people have diabetes. Over 30 million Americans have type 2 diabetes. And it's not a disease. It's optional. We cause it. And 100 million people are pre-diabetic. Now, here's a pandemic. And And the drug companies love it. The number of people with diabetes has tripled in the last few decades. Now versus people with normal blood sugar levels, people with diabetes are twice as likely to have a heart attack or stroke, twice as likely. And at a younger age, and three times more likely to die from the heart attack or from heart disease. Twice as likely to have liver or pancreatic cancer. More likely to experience kidney failure. Diabetes causes half of the kidney failure cases in the U.S. Twice as likely to have high blood pressure. 40% more likely to have glaucoma. And 60% more likely to get cataracts. What is the cause of all these conditions? Sugar sugar causes type 2 diabetes it's really not type 1 the doctors know that a patient that has a high blood sugar level today and they produce insulin well they're really what they're not type 1 diabetic so they just call them type 2 a little bit different but there's a big difference because there is no such thing as type 2 diabetes. It's just classified as diabetes because there's a lot of sugar in your bloodstream when they give you a normal, simple blood test. But you should have a three-month test to determine what blood sugar level does to your body. And that is checking your A1C. And what is the cure for Diabetes. Well, there's a plant, herb, called Tintonia lactiflora. It's native to Mexico and Central America. It's known in Europe and has been hailed as a cure for diabetes in Germany and has been studied for over 70 years as a treatment for diabetes. And it is ideal For the 100 million people that are pre-diabetics, with a fasting blood sugar level between 100 and 125, and the A1C levels between 5.7 and 6.4, if you're taking drugs, you don't have to. I didn't say you go off your drug. I'm not a doctor. I don't want to even play a doctor check with your doctor, after you have changed your diet, gotten more activity, more exercise, and you lost some weight, and lo and behold, hey, you're not a type 2 diabetic. It's all lifestyle choices, and drug companies are treating lifestyle choice consequences, conditions, with drugs. This is a crazy, crazy way to make America healthier. So let's take a quick look at A1C levels. A1C is hemoglobin, a protein in the red blood cells that carries oxygen throughout the body that is joined to glucose. So the more sugar in your system, In your bloodstream, the higher your A1C levels will be. A1C levels show long-term trends in blood sugar. Since A1C levels don't change quickly. So if you just check a simple blood test, blood sugar levels change all the time. And even during the day versus blood glucose levels, which are a snapshot. So when they take a simple blood test, it's just a snapshot of glucose levels at that moment. You could be totally different two hours later. So maybe they classified you as a diabetic at the wrong time. It's just too easy to give you a simple blood test classify you as a type 2 diabetic, give you drugs, and send you on your merry way, and you're not healthier. In fact, you're worse than better. And you know what? Even tiny reductions in lowering your blood sugar equals huge benefits. Just a 1% decrease in A1C levels can lead to a 19% reduction in the risk of cataracts. A 16% reduction in the risk of heart failure. 43% less risk of amputation or death from peripheral vascular disease. All due to lowering your A1C levels. And how do you do that? Get rid of the sugar. All these numbers, blood sugar levels, high blood sugar levels, high A1C levels, are based on the consumption of lots and lots and lots of sugar. Cut out the sugar. Lower your level of carbohydrates. All starch, like a white potato. All the grains, the pasta, bread, all have to be converted in the body into sugar for it to be utilized. But we can't utilize all that sugar that has been converted from carbohydrates, from grains, from bread, from pasta, from potatoes. And now you have a high blood sugar level, but you don't, you don't need to have that high level. Reduce the carbohydrates drastically Avoid all sugar. Now, if you don't want to do that, that's okay. I'm just telling you how to do it. Not that I'm going to insist that you want to do it. It's your your body. It's your health. It's It's your life. Choose to do it as you want to do it. Nobody's going to hate you for it. But you can make changes if you want. If you want to be healthier... And you want to be off drugs, we need some work. I haven't taken a drug probably in 60 or 70 years. You can be healthier without medications, without drugs, because food is your medicine. And if you don't eat the right food, you're not getting the right medicine. You have to avoid sugar. And lower, lower, lower your carbohydrates and starch. Now there's a lot of research on this herb I was telling you about. Hintonia. In one study, 41 people with type 2 diabetes received Hintonia extract with a small amount of essential vitamins and minerals, including B vitamins and zinc. One capsule twice daily before meals, for six months, caused 11% decrease in A1C levels, a 25% reduction in fasting glucose levels, and a 22% reduction in post-perennial glucose levels. Research going back to 1950, 70 years ago, 74 years ago, consistently documented the beneficial effects of Hintonia in reducing blood sugar levels. That's 75 years of research. 25 or more quality studies on Hintonia. If you want an herb that helps to regulate your blood sugar level, lower your A1C levels, but help it, help that herb by not consuming the starch, the carbohydrates, the sugar, and make it easier and faster and more effective. Here's what we want to know about Antonia. Extremely safe. Research going back over 70 years has found it is very well tolerated with no significant adverse effects. The sooner it is used, the better it works. Best results were seen in people with mild to moderate increase in blood sugar levels. But regardless, it still works. And if you help it by avoiding the sugar, the carbohydrates, you're going to have a faster and greater effect. In clinical studies, in clinical trials, Antonio was used safely in combination with insulin and oral anti-diabetic diabetic, medication, but when you're doing that, please keep your doctor informed. Now, the dosage you want to use of Hintonia is 100 milligrams of Hintonia, one to three times daily, along with essential vitamins and minerals. Just starting off, I would probably take 100 milligrams three times daily for a month. It kind of jump-starts all the process and gets to the results faster. This is the pandemic in the United States. 30 million, 40 million classified as type 2 diabetics. Boy, that's a big boom for the drug companies. And 100 million pre-diabetic, those that are coming down the pike that will be diabetics, if they don't change their course of journey by making those changes. Losing weight. And if you you don't need to think about losing weight. And you don't have to think about curing diabetes. You follow the ketogenic diet. And for some, you can jump right in and follow the, the diet. For others, it might take you a little bit of work To make those changes but it's so well worth it don't give up you will make those changes and have the results that you want quickly effectively without side effects without any adverse events you'll feel fantastic and it's so easy to do and let me give you a couple websites that you could explore about the ketogenic diet. Go to ketogenicdietresource.com, ketogenicdietresource.com, and dietdoctor.com, two websites, highly effective for helping you choose the right diet, the right course of action to give you the right results you want and the health you want. You can have better health in a matter of months. The body is very forgiving, and you can make changes quickly and easily. With that, my friends, we got to pause here for a moment to air some commercials and let the station identify itself. And then we'll be right back, right here, on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And we're back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. The first part of the program, the first half of the program, we focused on how to change from type 2 diabetic to a non-diabetic. It's all worth it. It's all possible. There is no such thing as incurable type 2 diabetes. It's strictly a lifestyle choice. So if you give up the sugars, the carbohydrates, and best follow a ketogenic diet, you'll be amazed as how you can eliminate the medication, the classification of type 2 diabetes, and your weight will come off easily without any trying. You'll not have to skimp on food. you'll not have to measure food. you'll not walk away from the table hungry. Just have to have to you just have to have a better selection of foods that improves the quality of your metabolism, that you'll lose weight. You'll be able to get off many, many of your drugs. you'll get off the diseases that they claim you have and you'll be a healthier person overall. But now, as we go on to the top of the hour, let's talk about the effects of curcumin on arthritis. Curcumin safely relieves arthritis pain without side effects. There's many studies that have shown curcumin to be extremely effective for relieving the pain of arthritis. One study where researchers studied the effects of curcumin on arthritis analyzed the results of 29 published human clinical trials involving over 2,300 subjects, people, and five different types of arthritis, including gout, rheumatoid arthritis, and osteoarthritis. And the results of this research, curcumin significantly reduced arthritis symptoms. As measured by standardized symptom scales, including Reducing inflammatory CRP levels, joint pain, and stiffness. Individuals taking curcumin were less likely to start taking other pain medications and more likely to discontinue pain medications that they were already taking. Curcumin alone had no significant adverse effects when they were combining curcumin with NSAID drugs. The effects of the drugs were greatly improved when curcumin was taken at the same time and their side effects of the drugs were reduced greatly. So what do you want to know about curcumin, huh? Well, a couple of things. I think it's something that people just don't realize. They hear so many things about curcumin, about turmeric, about turmeric. What other facts? Well, the plant or the spice. Is tumeric. turmeric. It's a plant that grows about two to three feet high, and under the ground, there is a root. And in the technical version, it's called the rhizome. But it's a root. That's what it looks like. And in that root is curcumin, but it's only there about two to four percent of the root. It's a spice, I use it on everything. I use it on eggs, I use it on whatever I'm cooking, vegetables, marinating the steak, whatever. But turmeric is the spice, spice. wonderful for eating. However, the curcumin, based on over 21,000 studies, is the medicine. It has 21,000 studies on curcumin on the various ways that it affects pathways in general to reduce pain. It inhibits naturally and keeps the COX2 enzyme or the COX2 pathway in balance. Now, how do you increase the absorption of curcumin? Curcumin is a fat-soluble compound and very difficult to be absorbed systemically. If you swallow it, it goes down into your intestinal tract, and it has a hard time leaving the intestinal tract through the membrane, the, the intestinal membrane, into the blood to be circulated throughout the body to the various cells in the body. Companies are trying all kinds of versions to increase absorption. Like polysorbate 80, a synthetic ingredient that is complex to curcumin to increase absorption. But this is synthetic. And companies that I know in the industry that are combining this ingredient with curcumin are doing it in a dosage that far exceeds the FDA regulations on side effects. Some are using black pepper. Black pepper is not going to increase any absorption. Black pepper contains a compound called piperine. And piperine opens up the lining of the intestinal tract so curcumin can be absorbed. But in that case, many, many things can be absorbed as well. Toxins, poisons, allergens. So I would never recommend black pepper. But there is a way to increase the absorption of curcumin by up to 700%. And that is combined with turmeric essential oils. So now you have two Ingredients extracted from the same plant: the compound curcumin, the oil of turmeric. Both safe. Both of you have been used for over five thousand years, and it's a very safe and effective way to ensure absorption. And curcumin can be combined with other anti-inflammatory natural ingredients for the safe treatment of arthritis pain and rebuilding the cushioning effects of the joints, producing additional cartilage. Curcumin, boswellia, and devil's claw is a great combination for arthritis. Rose hips and type two collagen help to repair and restore the quality of the joint and the production of collagen, type two, which is the type of collagen you want for your joints. And glucosamine sulfate, chondroitin sulfate, boswellia and type 2 collagen also can repair and improve the quality of the joint. So there's many ways to help joint recovery after cases of arthritis, both RA, rheumatoid arthritis, or the osteoform of arthritis. Now, you may never have heard of DIMP. D like in David, I am like Mary, DIM, D-I-M. DIM helps the absorption and the balance of hormones. It's an active form of a compound called indole-3-carbonyl. And it's found primarily in cruciferous vegetables, including broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage. And if you're going to use the cabbage, use the red cabbage. A lot more polyphenols are found in the red cabbage. DIM prevents estrogen and testosterone from converting to forms that can be harmful. In postmenopausal women, DIM improves the ratio of estrogen in its beneficial form to estrogen in its harmful form by up to 47%. It's protecting your body from the damage of estrogen in its harmful form. So how do you use DIMM? Well, it's ideal for relieving PMS and other symptoms of estrogen dominance, primarily a very excellent protection against breast cancer, also useful for men. So DIM can be used by men and women. When men get overly fat, all that fat, all those fat cells, start producing estrogen. So men become more feminine and produce more estrogen than testosterone. And DIM helps testosterone remain in its own beneficial form and not estrogen. And it has anti-cancer activity against prostate cancer. About 120 milligrams of DIM, we have 250 milligrams of curcumin and French grapeseed extract. Once or twice a day. Now how bad do you think junk food. Affects your sleep. And there's a lot of junk food consumed. And there's a lot of people in America that don't sleep. They can't fall asleep. They can't stay asleep. They're miserable. And here we go back to that culprit that we talked about in the first half of the program. Sugar. It's not good for your sleep. In a test, 15 healthy men ate an unhealthy diet for just one week and a healthy diet for one week. For the unhealthy diet... They consume pizza, sweetened granola, and pasta. Lots of carbs. And what did I tell you about carbohydrates? Carbs, in order for them to be metabolized in the body, it has to be converted to sugar. So there are enzymes in our body that attack the carbohydrates, break it down into sugar. More sugar, more sugar. And for the men that ate the healthy diet, they ate unflavored, unsweetened yogurt, salmon, and vegetables. And during each diet, their sleep quality was monitored in a laboratory. The result of this research. On nights, the subjects or the individuals ate the unhealthy diet, they spent less time in the deep, restorative stages of sleep. This study confirms previous research which found that more closely subjects, the more closely the subjects followed the Mediterranean diet, the more likely they were to experience good quality sleep. And a 2022 study of college students, which found that the students with the highest intake of added sugar had the poorest quality of sleep. And when they are sleeping, they don't have restless legs. They're getting a good, solid, uninterrupted, undisturbed sleep. So, if you, suffer from, if you suffer from restless legs, cut out the sugar. Lower significantly the carbohydrates. I would not eat any more than 75 grams of carbohydrates per day. Now, on average, most Americans are consuming 400 to 500 grams of carbohydrates. And I'm telling you the best way to do it is to eat less than 75 grams of carbohydrates. Less bread, less pasta, less grains, less pizza. All those things that wrap up into carbohydrates, cookies, cakes, crackers, pretzels, whatever. Now, restless leg syndrome has been referred to as an uncontrollable urge to move the legs. And especially at night. When you are trying to relax, trying to get a good night's sleep, and your legs keep moving. And you're not able to control it. You, you just can't say, stop. I don't want my legs to do that. And, and rest, restless leg syndrome can occur at any age. Because all ages eat too much sugar. But more commonly, restless leg syndrome is found in middle-aged people. And more in women than men. Almost twice as much in women as in men. Experiencing restless leg syndrome. There are drugs. Well, why not? I mean, everything you could think about would have a drug, don't you think? That's the way to make money. Drugs used to treat restless leg syndrome can cause dizziness, nausea, lightheadedness, sleeplessness, and even make symptoms worse instead of better. Now, how do you quit? Restless leg syndrome. How do you stop it? How do you get those legs to slow down? They're uncontrollable. They're a movement of their own. Now, one of the issues with restless leg syndrome is that too little or too much exercise can make the symptoms worse. So try to find a comfortable middle ground. Maybe you are working out too much, exercising too much, or not enough. And reduce any kind of dietary stimulus, such as caffeine in coffee, tea, soft drinks. And take a warm shower or bath before going to bed. Some have found drinking warm milk. And the best form of milk in this indication is goat's milk. Or eat a small piece of goat cheese before bed. I love goat cheese. I can't tolerate cow milk or cow cheese. I can't break down the casein. And since the goat is a smaller animal, it's easier to break down the milk and the cheese. So often I have goat cheese as a snack or before going to bed or I make a, for lunch, maybe a a goat cheese omelet. Because protein helps blood sugar levels stabilize. And the calcium of the cheese helps to relax the muscles. And magnesium. Ooh. That is a powerhouse to reduce restless leg syndrome. But get the right magnesium. It's called bio-bisglycinate. It's a bioactive form. Bis-glycinate, B-I-S-G-L-Y-C-I-N-A-T-E, bisglycinate. It's a form that delivers a good dose of magnesium to help with muscle relaxation and resistance to nerve excitability. Take about 100 milligrams of magnesium of the bisglycinate chelate. With 10 milligrams of a biologically active form of vitamin B6, called P5P, and 5 milligrams of zinc, also bisglycinate chelate. If you do this two or three times a day, you'll be getting about 300 milligrams of magnesium, 30 milligrams of B6, 15 milligrams of zinc. This has a very powerful effect. It has been estimated by magnesium experts, researchers, that 80 to 90% of Americans do not get anywhere near the level of magnesium they require. Just by replacing the magnesium can have a powerful effect on reducing restless leg syndrome. All right. Just for fun. Let's have a food and nutrition quiz. Let's see how you do on this. How well do you know nutrition? Well, which of these has the most calories? King size snicker bar. 12 ounces of regular beer. Or a frozen chicken pot pie. Which one do you think it is? King Size Snicker Bar, 12 ounces of regular beer, or a frozen chicken pot pie? No, you're wrong. <laughs> the answer is the frozen chicken pot pie. 610 calories per serving. Equal to about 1.5 giant candy bars or four beers. Frozen chicken pot pie also contains 950 milligrams of sodium. Almost half the recommended daily intake. Now, true or false? If a food package says low fat, then it should be good for you, right? Well, here's the answer. False. Most low fat Fat food, highly processed, ultra-processed, are full of sugars, artificial flavors, and preservatives, definitely not good for you. You know, when we consume excess levels of sugar, and we can't use it because insulin shuttles sugar into into the cell to be burned for energy. We have so much sugar in our body, there's not enough insulin to convert it and, and, and shuttle it into the cell to be burned off. So it stores it in the body. And the only way you can store sugar is convert it to fat. So all that fat you see on your body isn't from fat. You can eat all the fat in the world if you want, if you avoid sugar, Fat does not make you fat. Fat makes you lean. If you want to be thin, eat fat. But don't eat the sugar or the carbohydrates. And what do antioxidants neutralize? Stomach acid, free radicals, or cholesterol? And the answer is free radicals. These are unstable free radicals that damage the body down to the cellular level, cause cancer. Excessive free radical activity, along with inflammation, is the underlying cause of almost every disease known to man. Antioxidants, vitamins, plant polyphenols, and nutrients like CoQ10 can stop Free radical damage and prevent damage to our cellular level, our DNA, and the entire body structure and function. So, my friends, we're wrapping up today's program. We don't have enough time to get into another subject. We only have about a minute left before we exit the program. Just want to remind you you can find us here every weekend, same time, same station. We'll bring you more tips more information on health and nutrition, and we'll make it easier for you to change your health for the better. Everyone can do it. We're not going to do it all the same. We're not going to all have the same health. And we're not going to do it the same way. Change your diet. Get more exercise. Get a better night's sleep. And you'll be on your way to a greater level of health. So before we exit, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. I don't know where we're going. I pray for my grandkids. I pray for my kids. You know, where, where are we going? It's not, it's not not. logical where we're going. So pray for pray this country. Bring God back into our country. God bless you, my friends. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.